All right, good morning, everyone. How about we stand to our feet? We're going to start off by worshiping our God. I know I'm coming into this place as a bit of a stranger, but I'm really excited that we're all family here. Um, and I'm expecting for God to do something really cool this morning.
gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. Father, we recognise your presence here with us this morning and we are grateful for you. Father, you are here in your power to heal. You are here in your power to save. You are here in your power to redeem and to renew all things. And Father, I pray as we gather as your church this morning, Father, that you would indeed heal us, that you would restore us, that you would renew us, that you would impart hope to us in Jesus' name. Father, we wait on you. We ask that you would minister to us in Jesus' name. That you would build your church this morning as you promised in Scripture. That death would not prevail, the gates of hell would not prevail, but King Jesus, the risen King, prevails in this place. And we worship you, Jesus. We worship you for who you are, our Redeemer, our King, our Lord, our Saviour, the one who conquered the grave, the one who has sent His Spirit to fill us and empower us and to send us into the world with a mission of hope and good news. Father, we give You thanks for what You have already done this morning. And Lord, we look forward to what is to come. And together we all say, Amen. Amen. Take a seat. So incredibly wonderful to have you all here. I'm Dave, if I haven't met you. Hi, I'm Chrissy. This is Chrissy. You What's may have, up? You may have seen us before at things like Kingsway Care, 
gala dinners. How good was that? Who was at the Kingsway Care Gala dinner on Thursday night? Over $100,000 raised for Kingsway Community Care. Absolutely incredible. Is your microphone on? It is. Uh, oh, there we go. We might need some batteries for that Apparently the red light shortly. means on. Um, <laughs> yeah, $100,000, over $100,000 raised for Kingsway Care. Absolutely incredible. And um, a moment to honour Brooke for all of the incredible work that he has done over the, over the years alongside his team. I know Jenna put in a stellar effort and Shaz and Steph and Chrissy and all of the Obviously team that went above and beyond uh, to make that night absolutely incredible. The impact yes. and the power of that evening uh, will reverberate for many, many, many decades to come yep. as uh, Kingsway Care does its thing in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But we are here to celebrate. 75 years. 75. Now, can I just say, church, Kingsway Community Church turned 75 this year, right? We have another 75th birthday in the room. Bruce Haywood. Bruce Haywood. Yesterday, Happy seventy-five. You seventy-five beat us. years young. You beat us. Hey, we just put this on for you. The seventy-fifth for the church was just a caveat. <laughs> Surprise! <cabinet>. Surprise! <laughs> That's uh, how we do. Very That's good. Do. Now we're going to play a game. We're going to play a game of how long have you been at Kingsway Sea Change, part of this church community? Who's been part of this church community for like less than a week? Who who is like? The br- fresh, super really brand fresh. new. It's just connected with our church. One week, no, not no. 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 Oh, here go we on. go. We've got one less than a week. Welcome to the Welcome family. To church. Gee, it's good Welcome to have to you here. Okay. What about, good. what about a month? A month. Who's been Who's been a part of a church? Not for a month. No. Okay, that's good. What about a year? Let's go in this year. Who's new to Kingsway Sea Change this year? Here we go. We got here we go. Year We've here. got some hands on the other Ravs. Welcome. How You're like good. old now. What about, what, where should we go next? I say five years. Five years. Five years. Five years. There we go. Here we That's go. Fivers. All right, nice. 10 years. Who's, who's, who's like goes back to 2020, 2012? Yeah, good. 2012. Who's, who, who, who's 10 years? Who's been here for yeah, we got 10 years? Yeah, we've got out the back here. Nice. Everything like that. Over here. Right. Yes. Let's, so let's, let's double it. Let's yeah. go 20 all right, Ruth's going to feel left out if we don't Sorry. do 15. 15, 15 years. years. Anyone? Oh, Anyone here we go. Who's, here we go. And you're only 15 years old. 14. That's your entire life you've been at this church. Oh, my goodness. How good is that? Uh, Wonderful. Maybe. 20 years. 20? I'll go 20. 20 yeah, well, years this while year. We're, while been, we're in 20, do you want to mention something else? 20? Hasn't we been in this building for 20 years? We have, but we're going to get to that after. All right. Anyway. Sorry, I jumped what, the car. All right, let's, let's just go a whole, nother, n- right. a whole other round. 30. 30 years. Kevy. Kevin. Oh, my The Tyndales. Look at these 30. Diana. Sarah. Well, wow. 40 years. Who has been a part of this church Look for 40 people. years? Brett and Jen. Wow. Anyone else? That's, that can't be right. 35. 35. That's cool. What about the Hewitts? Where are the Hewitts? How long have oh, you been here? Oh. There you go. 65 years! <laughs> Ruth Hewitt, born into the church that. here. Ruth's dad was one of the founding members of Caringbar Church of Christ in 1947. And so we honour you guys. Woo! The Stayers. That's right. <laughs> Stayers Club. Now, there's some other Good. cool things. I wonder, was there anybody who's been married 
in this church, as in Sea Change, Kingsway, the other building, anyone been married as part of Kingsway? Look at all these people. I got married on this very stage, didn't we, love? Wasn't that a good time? (laughs) 16 years ago, right here. This is also a surprise anniversary, I guess. Who met met their... uh, their husband or wife here in this church. Or boyfriend or girlfriend. CJ. Yes, we've got, yes, Ken and Fiona. Maybe, as it were. Student teacher situation. I remember that. That was hot. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just ask, who's been baptised here? Baptised. Come on now. As part of any of our church. There's a lot of baptised people here. That's cool. That's cool. What else do we want to know? What else? Who had their first kiss in church? Ooh. Just kidding. Nobody. Nobody did. It's too holy. Who? It's too holy. <laughs> who ran someone over in a whippy van Shush, at this church? Too soon. Too soon. It'll always too be soon. too soon. It's always going to be too always soon. Always be too soon. Here we go. What else? Who? Here we go. Who met Jesus as part of this church? That's a really great question. Who came to faith? Who kind of went, hey, I actually know this guy now. That's pretty cool. Incredible. That's pretty cool. I see your hand over there. Yeah, I Um, do. Wonderful. Let's move on, hey? There's um, there's something we'd love you to um, do as part of this morning's celebration. And it's on the wall outside. (gasps) And there's a few frames up there. And they have um, our values of story prayer and justice Mm -hmm. and we are wanting to collect the stories of what God has been doing over all of these years as they relate to our values. Chrissy, can you give us like the one liner? It's like the dot, dot, dot we want you to fill in and stick to the wall. What has God done? Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. The transformation we have seen and what has God made, uh, what wrong was made right? Okay, so obviously interpret that as you will. There'll be the big, big things like, you know, the things where you sat with somebody who was just going through a major, major issue in their life and you got to pray with them. Or it might be the, the time where you delivered a meal to somebody. You know, that's the, that's the wrong that made, was made right. Or remember the time when we were in COVID and we did the, hey man, let's make little Easter egg hunts. You know, that was one of the wrongs, you know, that we couldn't be together and we were kinder together. That was a wrong made right. Yeah, so we'd love you to go and take, take some time, just jot a thought down and stick it to the wall and it will become a story that unfolds as the day goes on um, of what God has done and the transformation we've seen and how we have seen justice played out through this community over the decades. That would be a wonderful thing for you to do this sticky tape. It sticks to the wall. It's going to be uh, really cool. Let's, let's just mark a couple of milestones uh, one that we was celebrated a couple of years ago, uh, but during COVID and as a church, we didn't get uh, this moment. Um, mm. And also that as well being a case, uh, Bredo was very, very sick. Like really, uh, like really, really, sick. really uh, sick. When we celebrated Brett and Jen's leading Kingsway for 20 years, um, <laughs> no small feat by any measure. What Brett and Jen have led this church um, through over the last 20 years is only testimony to God's power at work through them as they have humbled themselves to what he's been doing. And so, Brett and Jen, we honour the both of you this mm-hmm. morning. Um, let's give yes. them a round of applause. Yes. We would have we re-given you the gifts, um, <laughs> but I was a bit terrified of giving you that guitar strap again because last time, you know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was really it's, good. Um, so thank you from the bottom of all of our hearts. We say thank you for what you've both brought and led. I loved the photo actually, um, or the video of standing out the front and um, you just had your hands doing this. And uh, to me, that speaks of uh, the vision that you have had for this church over all of the years. And I saw that just in that one moment. And it's mm. just been incredible to be part of seeing that mm. unfold and following you uh, along the way. So, and I would say, you. like, definitely praise God for all that you have stayed through and sat through and cried through and laughed through and what endured, like, endured. And so thank you. But praise God for that. Yeah. Because otherwise you wouldn't have done it. Love you guys, mm. heaps. Mm. Um, Indeed. It's also 20 years, as Chrissy mentioned, that I, Carrie Barr has been at home in this building. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, 20 years. There's, there's a lot of life mm. being had through this place in Indeed. 20 years. Heaps. But I was going to say, this building, amazing, built from like the ground up. But let's talk 16 years of sea change, eh? 16 years. 16 years of sea Who's change. Who's been part of sea change since the beginning? It's 16 years ago. Yeah. Brooke. Who remembers when it was in the Oyster Bay school? Oyster Bay, the OB. The OB, And the carols at the OB. Exactly. We used to have the wells, the well. That was really cool. And we used to go to... I remember we did schools out at the Oyster Bay Hall and we used to do mainly music in that soccer hall and it was gross. But it was really... really, That's our history. And so it's beautiful. Oh, the Oxshow. show. And then, show. and then Club on East and the yes. Salvos and back to Ginelli. You've been around the world a couple of times or maybe more. Yes. Um, well done. It's been a ride. And uh, you would have seen some photos of Cambodia. Cambodia, Kingsway Cambodia started eight years ago. Mm. And uh, many of you have had the chance to travel and be part of the family over there. And uh, we'll have the opportunity to ongoing as well, mm. uh, which is incredible. Eight years in Cambodia. Years. Wonderful. I, I want to sort of also acknowledge a couple of things. 30 years this year of Jacarana Cottage Amazing. through this church. Incredible. Exactly. Started by one woman, Jill, who sort of said, we've got like an issue with homelessness in the Shire and the church kind of came behind her and said, yeah, let's deal with that. So 30 years this year. That's kind of amazing. Also, seven years of Platform 9, but which is amazing. But... Over and above, 1,700 people have, been, have seen safety through that place, wow. have been housed, have been supported, have been loved as part of Platform Incredible. 9. So good. Well done. Like, do you remember when we were there? Platform 9 started at Cars Park. It was gross. It wasn't for long, but it was real. like people painted, cleaned, everything. It was such, like, oh, such a God thing that we got that place. So good. Um, and let's just take a moment to thank anyone, over, which is going to be all of you, mm. no doubt, mm. um, everyone who has lifted a finger um, to serve one another, to serve our community, to play an instrument to help us worship Jesus, um, to cook meals for people who have been in need, uh, to be on a roster of any kind, serving our kids, mm -hmm. our youth, our young people. Who else, Chrissy? People who uh, have prayed. People who have, have showed up to life groups, people who have loved, people who have made a phone call to somebody, people who have checked in, people who have served God through this space. Yeah. And, and not space as in literal the building, because nobody really cares about the building in that regard, but through God, through Kingsway. Yeah, all of anyone who has done anything across the life of the church, um, yeah. let's take a moment and give each other a clap to thank each other this morning for how we have been part of building, partnering God in building his church. It's been incredible. Um, I, I want to recognise as, as many people in the room who have been part of our church for quite some time, 
um, would have heard the news that our dear friend Barry Porter died on Friday. And if you didn't hear that news yet and you've just heard it, um, I understand your shock. I was incredibly shocked to hear uh, this news on Friday. Barry was part of our church here for many, 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 many years. He was on our staff team uh, for about 10 years and he uh, was an incredible, faithful servant of Jesus and people um, for all of his life. Um, and on Friday, Barry was on the way. He's the president of um, the, the uh, God Squad Christian Motorcycle Club, and they were on their way to their 50th uh, year celebration down in Melbourne. And on Friday, there was an accident on the road, and Barry um, didn't make it. And that has been an absolutely um, devastating shock to so many and so I want to recognise this morning, and also uh, for Brooke and Tam, Brooke's brother was also in the accident, um, and he's okay, but he's broken both of his legs, and it's going to be a long uh, time in recovery for him and two other gentlemen also um, who are significantly injured. Um, and so as a church, we stand this morning uh, to pray, uh, to recognise the grief that we share. Um, for some of you, you don't know Barry and um, won't have a context for that, and that's completely okay. Uh, for some, this is a really difficult uh, day and has been a really difficult weekend. Um, and we recognise that grief. We recognise the sadness, recognise the loss, um, as Barry was an incredible part of our lives and our church. And we also recognise for Kelly uh, and for Liam and for Eloise and for Rose and for Ronan that these days are going to be incredibly difficult. And again, as a family who have been part of our church uh, for so long and have stayed connected to so many people, our hearts break for them. And so we'll pray, um, and Brett, Brett and Jen are going to lead us in some prayer in a little while's time uh, during their reflection as well. Uh, but I just wanted to recognise that this morning, that it is okay to feel both incredible joy and elation as we celebrate this morning what God has done through these communities uh, for the last 75 years. Uh, but it is also completely okay and normal and uh, right for us to also uh, worship from a place of grief and needing God to heal our hearts this morning, to be with us, to comfort us, to heal us and to be with us um, as, we, as we grieve the loss of Barry, uh, an incredible friend. Um, and so as we worship this morning, I ask that Holy Spirit would meet us in our joy and in our grief, that He would be to us as He promises, our comforter and our healer. And so wherever you are and whatever you need to bring before the Lord this morning, in this time of worship this morning, bring it to Him. He will meet you exactly where you're at and He will give you everything that you need. And so let's be that community this morning that worships Jesus with reckless abandon, knowing that we have full dependence on Him for everything. Um, in Jesus' name, Amen. Of her 
shines for all to
sing God you're so good because God you're so today for many reasons um, even seeing that video Bennett and Shrey Pike are amazing I love them so much what they do over there it's been a it's been a tough week and I feel I'm very overwhelmed this morning lots of emotion um, Reflecting back, for me, 42 years at this church. Um, was here as a 14-year-old. <laughs> and here I am, 42 years later. And there's, I look around and there's a lot of faces, a lot of people that have been some that whole journey. Andrew and Ruth. Andrew's been probably one of my best supporters of those 42 years. And just... Love you guys a lot. Um, you know, I really believe that our past is our provider. And it provides learning and experiences and challenges and opportunities, resources, traditions. But most importantly, it provides people. <laughs> You know, and you look at love God and love others, I think to me that's really the essence of what our 75 years has been about. 
It's been loving God and loving others. It's been serving the God that we love and then the people that we've got to be able to do that with alongside for many, many years. You know, our church history, if you like, our church past has been our provider. 75-year history has provided us with stories and experiences and resources like this amazing facility, lessons from the many mistakes that we've made along the way, learnings from the achievements, opportunities, challenges, insights, but again, most importantly, people. You know, I still remember sneaking into this site here 21 years ago with Kim and Troy and Brooke and Tam, Jen and I, sneaking through the fence, breaking a hole to have a look at this potential new building. And, you know, we were much younger back then. We could get away with it. And to, and to be sitting with these people still today, um, doing ministry, doing life. For me, that's what it's about. God has provided us as a community of faith with some incredible people, pastors and leaders and prayers and givers and servers and planters and singers and teachers and you name it. Baz Porter was one of those people. He got saved in this church, in the old building, 20-something years ago. And Baz met, once he encountered Jesus, he was like, nothing was ever going to stop that guy. He became a follower, a servant, a leader, an advocate, and a champion, and an ambassador for Jesus and his kingdom. And he loved people, regardless of who they were, where they came from, what they'd done. He just loved them so passionately. He lived that love God and love others. He lived it. He breathed it. He sacrificed for it. He became an integral part of this community. And, and many of you know Baz. He became a part of our church leadership, our staff. He served in, I think, every department in the church. Kids, youth, assimilation, evangelism, greeting, music, worship, you name it. He put his hand up for it. He is one of many who provided for us by his loving, selfless and generous nature. And I miss him. You know, as Dave said, I, I, I want to just spend just a moment in prayer for, for Baz, for Kel, for the kids. I can't even begin to comprehend what they're dealing with and working through in this season. Baz turned 50, I think, a week ago or two weeks ago. It's a young dad with a deep love for Jesus, a deep love for his family. 
And as much as I am so grateful for the journey with him and with so many others, I'm deeply sad, as many of you are as well. Jesus, I just thank you for how the past has provided for us in so many ways. And I'm so grateful, Jesus, for the people that you have brought in. You know, as Panet shared, bring in, build up, send out. And God, you have done that time and time and time again. This morning we want to honour Baz for the, the love that he has brought to each one of us that knew him. I want to thank you for the testimony of his life, of his love for you, his love for people, his love for the church, his love for the outsider, his love for the marginalised. And we particularly this morning want to uplift Kel and the kids, his family, and pray that you would be their comfort, you would be their strength. That you would be so present to them in this time. We pray for his friends and all that grieve and mourn the loss of a loved one, of a friend particularly a dad, a husband. We just pray in Jesus' name that your spirit and your presence would be real, would be bringing strength and comfort in those spaces that just seem so dark, that you would be light to them in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, Baz was one of the many, and there's many others here, like Brucey. I don't know how many years you've been here, mate, but I think it's forever. It feels like it, at least. You know, God has provided, our past provides for us. It provides so much for us. And each of you, regardless of how short or how long you've been a part of this church, you are a part of our history, even if it's a day. You're a part of our story. You're a part of our past. And you are a part now of our present. You know, I believe that as our past provides for us, I think our present, our now, prepares us. You know, the church, I believe, exists more for those yet to come <laughs> than it does for those already here. The people we haven't met yet. The generations that haven't arrived. We are not just here for us. I mean, us is good. You're awesome. You're important. Don't worry. But we are here 
to prepare for what is yet to come. For who is yet to come? And for who God is calling us to become? You know, I think of John the Baptist who prepared the way for Jesus. It starts with Isaiah the prophet who wrote, Listen, I am sending my messenger ahead of you and he will prepare your way. I believe that is the call on the church. Now, in the present, as our past has provided for us, our present prepares us for what is to come. What we are today, who we are today, will have impacts on tomorrow. What do we want our tomorrow to be like? Who do we need to become? Who do we need to become as a community of faith to continue the legacy, to increase our impact and to reach the communities around us? Sadly, I think many communities of faith and followers of Jesus get stuck in the past. Determined to protect it and preserve it. Stuck in what was. And I'm grateful that although we've had those moments that Kingsway has for the most part seen our past as a privilege and a provider for what is next. Not what was. So you are here now in the present called into a community to prepare the way for what is next. For who is next? How is the Holy Spirit preparing you for that? Beyond today, beyond this moment and into what is next. Who is next? Who do you need to be? Who do we need to become? to continue to fulfill God's call on our lives to love God and to love others, to see his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, in our lives, in our communities, in our spaces, in our families, in our streets. We need to evolve again and again and again. We cannot stay as we are. We must evolve to become who God has already said and is calling us to become. And that is different to how we look now, today, in this space. It's certainly different to how we looked 20 years ago. I had hair then, for starters. We need to become something different again evolve again be changed again be renewed again 
Because although the mission is the same, we need to be different. And that both scares me and excites me. Because I'd much prefer to stay the same. But I can't. And you can't. And we can't. So our, our, our past provides, our present prepares, and our future in my head this week has been this whole ideal around our future fuels us and fills us with genuine hope, with kingdom expectation, and the promise to coin the phrase that the best is still yet to come. Our future motivates us, it compels us, it draws us in and sends us out. One of the things I love about this church is that we've never been about, if I can say this, bums on seats. It's always been about what we do out there. It's the sending out. I'm super grateful and wouldn't be standing here today if it wasn't for the real boss of this organisation. My better half, Jennifer. I'm going to get Jen to come up. Come on, Jen. We all know Jen's the boss. I'm not. It's only gone. Um, so good to see you all. For those of you who may not have met me, I'm Jen. It's such um, a privilege to be here. I'm just going to share with you a few thoughts. Um, I've been trying to get my head around what to share um, today. It's kind of hard to put into 75 years of which I have been coming to this church since I was 16 when I was on a journey of discovering who Jesus was and connected to this beautiful community when I was 16, which is 39 years ago. And so many of you have shaped my faith, what I believe to be true today, um, have been gracious and kind when I've made mistakes. And to coin um, Danielle Strickland's phrase, I actually think it's been a beautiful mess. It's probably the best way I can describe it. Um, I want to honour Brett. I probably have seen the parts of his life that you don't see. And I think um, I honour him because he just loves God and he loves the church and he loves you. And I know that because what he brings often is in the silence. It's the 5.30am get up of a morning to pray for you. It's this stoic nature that has been sustainable and carried us through really tough times. So I want to honour you today as well as I sort of stand here and say, you know, so many people have shaped um, our lives in this church. But I want to share a quick, and I'm totally grateful for each one of you. Um, for those of you who are, we are probably closer to, but each one has shaped the culture of this church. 
And I wanted to share a really quick story because I don't want to speak for too long, but I remember when we moved into this building and there was a young girl at the time that was in Brookies in the youth group and she was in church and she ran out and she sat in the gutter outside and so I ran after her and I sat in the gutter with her. I said, are you okay? And she said, no, not really. She'd come from an incredibly horrendous broken family and she said to me sometimes church reminds me of everything that I'm not and so it's not just the voices of people in this church that have been journeying alongside us for so many years that have had the most profound impact on my life but it's the stories of how Jesus has brought healing to the brokenness and the vulnerability of people, ordinary people in our community. On that day, I sat and felt a bit useless, if I'm honest. But I promised the Lord with all my heart that we would work towards having a church that's inclusive and that we wouldn't get too complicated, that we would just do our best, that Brett and I would do our best to love God and to love others. And I think all of us, with different expressions, have done that well. And for me, the vision really hasn't changed. It's pretty simple. It's just hard to do, right? I don't necessarily think the future that God's calling us to is to be relevant. I actually think God's calling us to be a community that's brave a community that's courageous because I actually think loving people takes courage and it takes bravery and it takes humility and it takes hard work and it takes putting aside our own agenda sometimes to sit in the gutter and to listen to the stories and to connect with people both in our own journey and in the midst of their brokenness. If one thing I know in this world is that none of us are perfect and Jesus doesn't call us to perfection ever, he calls us to restoration and healing and experience of his love. And to me, that is still the calling we have now, but it's also the call that God has towards us for the future. And I know I keep saying this, but... We have to have enough margin in our lives to sit in the gutter. If we don't, we will miss the greatest opportunity God has for us to share his love, to share his hope, and to share his promise. I want to leave you with this passage that's been on my heart all week. And it's a famous passage from the Psalms. It's one of my favourites. I'm sure it's many of you, um, it's the same for you. It's from Psalm 121. I look up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you 
as your protective shade. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon at night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and you go, both now and forevermore. If I had a future for the a vision for our future, it's this message. This message is not just for me. This message of hope is exactly what our world needs to hear in the midst of their fear, that we would stand and be brave and share the hope and the love that we have in Jesus. So, bless you. I love you all very much, and I'm so grateful for each one of you. Thanks, Jen. About 18 years ago, God gave me um, a scripture I felt at the time was like a real prophetic scripture for our church. And uh, those of you who were around then will probably remember. And so I really felt to just wrap up what I felt God placed on my heart to share with you was that I actually still believe that this scripture is a word for us as a church. It's Isaiah 35. And this is what it says. It says, The wilderness and dry land will be joyously glad. (sighs) So good. The desert will blossom like a rose and rejoice. Every dry, every dry and barren place will burst forth with abundant blossoms. Dancing and spinning with delight. Strengthen those who are discouraged. Energize those who feel defeated. Say to the anxious and fearful, be strong and never afraid. Look, here comes your God. He is breaking through to give you victory. He comes to avenge your enemies with divine retribution. He comes to save you. And then the blind eyes will open and deaf ears will hear. The lame will leap like playful deer and the tongue-tied will sing songs of triumph. Gushing water will spring up in the wilderness and streams will flow through the desert. There will be a highway of holiness called the sacred way. The impure will not be permitted on this road, but it will be accessible to God's people. They will enter with a song of rejoicing and be crowned with everlasting joy. A static joy will overwhelm them. Weariness and grief will disappear. I'm going to invite Kim... For those of you who don't know Kim, Kim has been a part of this church a long time as well, over 20 years, Um, was on our staff for many, many of those years and is also a really dear friend of us and this community. She's going to lead us in communion. Hi. I know we've been sitting for a long time, but I need you to stay with me because I think It's really important that we have a moment, a few moments, to respond this morning, all of us, 
on this significant day. I want to thank the team for this morning. I know it's been a massive week with the gala dinner and everything else, and you have done a stellar effort this morning to give us this opportunity to stop and to remember and to reflect and to celebrate. You know, um, Jesse's here, my son. He turned 18 a month ago. And I, we dedicated him on this stage um, 18 years ago. And so he's grown up in our house, but he's grown up in this house. And birthdays are important, aren't they? Because it's when we do celebrate and we do look back and we thank God. And as we held his party and we had this rich time with 35 of his closest people and we celebrated him and we affirmed him and we prayed a blessing over his life and we gave him gifts. And as a parent, my heart was overflowing as I watched him receive the love that was being poured out on him that night. He showed up, he's a little bit of an introvert, but he showed up that night ready to receive. And it was such a joy for me as a parent to watch that, to see that unfold. And as I've pondered Kingsway turning 75 over the past few weeks, I have had such a deep sense. So much so that I rang Dave and said, you've got to let me do communion. <laughs> such a deep sense of the Father's heart to pour out his love and spirit over this community for the next season. Psalm 46.4 says, God has a constantly flowing river whose sparkling streams bring joy and delight. And there's an invitation for us this morning to come to bathe, to swim, to dive deep into the love of God and to receive what he wants to pour out by his spirit to us and through us for the decade to come. Two weeks ago, I was at another birthday celebration with Grandma Gail. We were celebrating a special birthday with her and she and I were kind of huddled up the back and we were sharing notes about how difficult we both find it to be receivers. And I really appreciated that conversation because I find it so much easier to give than to receive. I don't know if anyone else can relate to that. And we can struggle sometimes to show up and receive the love and blessing that others have for us. I wonder if you could join me just for a minute. Can we do something together? Can we use our bodies? You can stand up or sit there, I don't know. But can you put your body in a posture where if you were going to give someone something, what would you do with your body? Can you act that out for me for a minute? If you're giving something to someone else. I just don't want us to think about this. I want to get a sense of this in our bodies. If you're going to give something to someone else, if I was going to give something to Dave, I'm going to come over here and I'm going to give you a gift. What about if you were receiving a gift? What would you do with your, what's your posture in your body? <laughs> Dave is open up. <laughs> yep, 
you know, I've become really aware as God's been talking to me about receiving, how often when I'm standing talking to people that I'm like this, or like I'm sitting on my chair and I'm like this, and I can feel this prompting of God just like, open up, soften, Kim, open up. I was in a team meeting this week and we were giving each other feedback um, like what's it like to be on the other side of me and work with me and someone who I respect very dearly said to me Kim you're such a high capacity person and I have so much respect for you but sometimes you can be a little bit self-contained and I actually love it when you call me and you invite me to pour in to the work that you're doing. And you open up and allow yourself to receive my input and what I bring. And I would love it if you would do that more. That was, that was big feedback, but it, it was helpful because, you know, like there's a vulnerability to receiving, isn't there? There's something we have to do. We have to open in order to receive. And I look around this church and I think this is a high-capacity church. You know, like Fred already spoke about the people in this room, the people that have been. Like, we could be pretty self-contained. We could keep doing church and we'd do a pretty good job. But I think that God has so much more to pour out. But in order for him to do that, we have to be able to receive. So as we take communion this morning, yes, we will remember the sacrifice of love on the cross that Jesus has given for us and the sacrifice of love that has gone before us in this room. And yes, we will celebrate the life that that means that we can participate in. But it's more than that this morning. There's an invitation for us to receive the fullness that God wants to pour out. A little while ago I was taking communion and I had this picture, here's my communion cup and here's Jesus pouring out his mercy. And the cup was upside down. And I felt God whispering to me, turn over the cup. Turn over the cup. I have so much to pour out, but you have to turn over the cup to receive all that I have. So... I want to invite you this morning when you come and take communion. The cups are turned upside down. And as we take communion together, we're enacting a prayer that we would come and turn over our cups and that it would be a symbol that we would receive corporately together what God wants to pour out in us and through us in the days to come. If someone will be standing at the tables and they'll be ready to pour out 
the juice that represents the blood, that represents the incredible compassion and mercy and streams of love that God has for us. And then you can take your chunk of bread. Oh, mine's soaked. (laughs) But like it's not lost on me that Jesus left us stuff that we have to ingest to remember him. Like it wasn't just an idea. It was something that we need to bite and swallow and savour and take into ourselves over and over again that we might pour it out, that we might overflow to those around us. So I'm going to invite you to come. This does not need to be a quiet time. This is not a sombre occasion. We are celebrating and we are receiving what God has for us today. So I want you to come. I want you to get your cup. I want, some, I want you to stand there. You don't have to. I'm inviting you to, to receive what God wants to pour out. And then take it back to where you're sitting. Find another person or a small group and have a toast. Let's have a toast to Kingsway, to what God is doing, to what he's pouring out. You might want to mention something that's stirring for you this morning to the person next to you. You might want to say thank you for something. You might want to pray a prayer. But let's join together and respond to Brett's word this morning, that we would receive and be present to what God is doing now and into the future, that we would evolve and that we would continue to follow him. So let's all get up on our feet and there's stations at the back, around the front here. And if we could have some elders come and pour our juice, that would be wonderful. Thank you. All right, on three. One. Two, three. Happy birthday to you. Can we start again? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Kingsway. Happy birthday to you. Habib. 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 Wait. Go, Jen. Go. It's happening again! It's happening again! Yay. Woo! That's Wonderful. beautiful. Did you touch the bottom? You have to kiss the closest boy. I'm just serious. Make it work. Wonderful. We will finish our service there. We were... We were. <laughs>